0: today I have Beatriz and Clara to help me update you with the latest news. First of all, Beatriz, there is a lot to talk about this week, isn't it right? Let's start with banking.
1: Yes, that is right. In the Federal Reserve officials' meeting earlier this month, they expressed great concern about inflation and they will not hesitate to take appropriate actions to address inflation pressures. Participants showed their willingness to raise interest rates, and the Federal Open Market Committee said that the f- further progress on the economy would permit a $15 billion reduction of net exit purchase. However, inflation has gotten even hotter since the November meeting and some Federal Open Market Committee members suggested that allowing a higher reduction in purchase could be acceptable so that the Committee could make adjustments related to inflation pressures. Furthermore, officials said that they are ready to let inflation run hotter than normal, rather than raising interest rates to allow the improvement of the employment picture. That is definitely
0: a topic to be concerned about. Inflation rates have a great impact on everyone's life. Moreover, Clare, what can you tell us about Germany's government holds as a great promise? Hello everyone.
2: In fact, Olaf Scholz, will led a three-party coalition with broad plans for Germany's transition to a green economy, under a deal to end 16 years of government led by Angela Merkel. Almost two months after his Social Democrat Party won federal elections, he will go into power with the Greens and business-friendly Free Democrats. The entry into the government of the world's fourth-largest economy by the mainly pragmatic Greens is good news at a time of environmental peril. The parties aim to phase out coal use by 2030, eight years ahead of schedule. They will also seek to use 2% of German territory for wind power
1: and focus on hydrogen-based energy too. That's right, Clara. While all of that is happening in Germany, the European Union is struggling with pension taxes. Between nineteen ninety-five and twenty twenty, the number of schemes for high-income foreign individuals had a strong increase, rising from five to twenty-six, according to the European Union Tax Observatory. The Portuguese regime for foreign pensioners, non- habitual residents regime is one of the most aggressive schemes to tax competition in the European Union alongside the pension schemes of Cyprus and Greece. These regimes only target individuals with high incomes and have a long duration and great tax advantage. Reforming the European Code of Conduct and a better coordination between Member States are the suggestions made in order to decrease the occurrence of these schemes. Furthermore,
2: also in Europe, a mass drowning exposes how Britain fails to manage migrants. On November 24th, an inflatable dinghy capsized off the coast of Calais, France. At least 31 people drowned in the frigid water. French authorities recovered the bodies of 27 migrants, who they said drowned in the English Channel, trying to reach the UK, one of the area's deadliest migrant crossings in recent years. The International Organization for Migration says that this is the biggest single loss of life in the channel since it began collecting data in 2014. The channel is one of the world's busiest shipping lanes and currents are strong. Human traffickers typically overload the dinghies, leaving them barely afloat and at
0: the mercy of waves as they try to reach British shores. Despite this event in Europe, in Puerto Rico, we have great news in comparison to the rest of North America. After the devastation caused by Hurricane Maria, which killed about 3000 people and left parts of Puerto Rico without electricity for 11 months in 2017, dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic was a thought challenge. The hospital system was in disarray. About 15% of medicinal workers left for the main lane and the earthquakes made many clinics shut. Nevertheless, Puerto Rico handled the pandemic above expectations. Unlike much of America, the island set severe rules beforehand. The first lockdown in March 2020 was brought two days after its first confirmed Covid case. Currently, the situation is the, in the country is much more convenient than in the USA. That is definitely a success story for
2: Puerto Rico. In Hong Kong, the news are not so great, the young activist was sentenced. Tony Chung, 20 years old, the former leader of Hong Kong pro-independence group Student Localism, was jailed on Tuesday with the sentence of 43 months in prison due to his attempt to separate Hong Kong from China and for money laundering. In the trial, District Court Judge Stanley Chen said that he actively organized, planned and implemented activities to separate the country. The authorities of China and Hong Kong removed the security law that defeats individual rights and state the enactment was needed to replace stability after the street protests in 2019.
1: To conclude, we have to talk a little bit about the climate. This week, the oil studies as investors question a reverse release. On Wednesday, oil prices were largely steady while investors questioned the effectiveness of US-led release of oil strategic reserves and how the producers will respond. This release from strategic reserves aimed in coordination with China, India, South Korea and Britain to cool prices after OPEC plus ignored calls to pump more barrels of oil. However, according to the head of the International Energy Agency, some countries have not taken a helpful position in terms of oil and gas prices, leading to a not enough supply for consumers. Morgan Global Commodities Research also said that any impact on oil prices from the release of crude may not be sustained for long. For this reason, the attention is now on how the organization of the petroleum exporting countries Russia and their allies really react to the release.
0: And that was all for this week. Thank you, Clara, and thank you, Beatrice. We wish you all a great weekend and hope to see you next week.